everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the That Lux Life uh, podcast. Today, we're actually going to be talking a little bit more about business and specifically about influencers. So as you know, myself, I am an influencer. I run my blog and my social media, Living Lesh, and that's where this, this podcast that you're listening to has come from. That Lux Life is part of the Living Lesh brand. So today, we're actually specifically going to be talking about the power of the micro-influencer. Influencers to start off with are people who are influencing at the end of the day. There are people who are on social media, they have blogs, they have podcasts, they have YouTube channels, and they're using their skills, their knowledge to influence others. Whether they're influencing the trying to experience, show them places to go if they're traveling, uh, buy into a product, um, you frequent a store, introducing the things. And these influencers have grown and grown to have this, this engaging following, this community that they've built. Now, the micro-influencer is someone who is typically between 1,000 to 1 million followers. Now, that is a, uh, a number that has changed over the past years. Um, when I first started um, influencing, the term micro-influencer actually didn't exist. And then as it's changed, um, I used to see the micro-influencer was an influencer who had 1,000 to 500,000 followers. Um, and now they're saying the micro-influencer is, you know, 1,000 to 1 million. So it, it does change with the number, but the biggest thing that doesn't change is the power the micro-influencer has and the fact that brands are now starting to see the worth of the micro-influencer versus those big-tier influencers. Now, the reason why big-tier influencers are are not being uh, focused on as much but are still valued, of course, is because... A big tier influencer who has over 1 million followers is typically now selling their own brand. They become a brand themselves. So they have developed probably other lines of streams of revenue, such as beauty um, products, fashion products. And now they're actually tapping into other influencers, other micro influencers to sell these products and these brands and to, to go forward with that. So if you think about influencers such as Chris Lem, um, there is Victoria from In the Fro, um, even celebrities such as Kim Kardashian, um, or some of those TikTok influencers, Addison Ray, who's out there. Um, you have Jackie Aina from YouTube. These people have grown such a strong following. And yes, some of them are still doing things on social media and doing certain things that comes with influencing, such as creating content on YouTube, creating content on Instagram, creating content on TikTok. But at what they're doing now is they're actually, you know, getting into um, print ads and being models. They're growing their brands and opening up other aspects of business. They're launching beauty lines. They are going on TV shows or on um, 
movies. They are working directly with certain big um, luxury or big brands that want to work with them and, and collaborate with them. Whereas the micro influencer, though some micro influencers do get to that point where they're able to do it, especially when they start reaching those 300, 400, 500,000, um, but they're not doing it as much. So when you're talking about the micro influencer, these are the influencers nowadays that brands want to work with. And you're probably sitting there going, you know, why? What, what is their power? What power do they hold that other, um, other influencers with these high numbers don't hold? Because if you think about it, people or influencers who have these high numbers, you know, millions, you know, even over 500,000, they're able to charge brands a hefty amount of money for them to promote any kind of product, business, experience, uh, so on and so forth for them to show up to an event. Whereas influencers who have those, those numbers under a hundred or even a little bit over a hundred aren't able to charge as much. So where does that power hold? Why are brands reaching out to these influencers a lot more than they're reaching out to the bigger influencers? One, if you kind of think about it, if you're able to pay an influencer who is over, who has over 1 million followers um, for a brand deal, you're usually looking at, you know, paying those people, you know, close to 500, if not 50, 50,000 to 60,000 to over 100,000 just for even one one single post, um, which that might be the entire budget, a marketing budget a brand has for an influencer campaign. So you're really only able to reach that community of that one person, which may only house a certain demographic. So it may only house a certain percentage of women in a certain age group who are only located in a certain area. So if you're able to tap into multiple influencers who maybe aren't being as hefty with their rates as, as much as other influencers that big are, then you're able to go out and say, okay, the brand wants to work with all these are able to touch more people. So if you are a micro influencer, you're being looked at because of the unique demographic and following that you bring. And for the fact that your rates are not as, you know, expediently high, but also not saying that you as an influencer should be just kind of taking on any rate. Again, know your value. I, I say that in many of the, the posts I have on my blog about um, influencers and other podcast episodes, but making sure that you're still sticking to your value. But again, you're not going to be able to charge that amount of money um, that a, a mega influencer with over 1 million does. You're, you're not, you're not going to, um, it's just not, it's not going to be even respected or looked at. That's just the truth of the situation. But the micro influencer is able to provide, um, you know, the same amount of content for, you know, a, a lesser rate to be able to fit that brand's budget. And they're able to bring in more micro influencers to, to build more, more exposure to whatever they're trying to do, whether it's an experience, whether it's a product, whether it's the brand overall. Um, but the, the biggest thing that I also want to keep, I want to focus on, which is the heftier part of this podcast episode is the engagement that a micro influencer brings. The micro influencers biggest, biggest power is the engagement. So if you are a micro influencer or you're thinking, you know, who should I tap into if you're a brand or, you know, what is the micro influencer? What is their power and why do they keep getting all of these brand campaigns? 
The thing is a micro influencer has a higher engagement. The truth is with social media, the more followers you get, the lower your engagement goes just because your content's not being pushed out to all of those people at once. Um, if you think about it with TikTok, TikTok actually has what's called a batch batch part of their um, algorithm is called batching. Um, and I explained this in my influencer course, but what it does is it looks at a certain amount of your following and it looks for them to engage with it. And if they engage with it, it pushes out further. But again, you're, it's pushing out further to the people who are on the platform at the time, the people who would probably be more interested in it, who will actually engage with it. Because at the end of the day, these social media platforms want to make sure that people who are on their platform are engaging with the content. So as, a, as a, an influencer is getting larger and larger, though you have these millions and millions of followers, not every follower within that number is seeing your content all the time, especially if they're not on that social media channel at the time it's being posted or they're following other people and they're engaging more with that other person's content versus versus yours or versus that big influencer. Um, so for example, if you're someone who's following, uh, I'll put out there one of the Kardashians, if you kind of look at your Instagram profile or any other celebrity, I follow celebrities on my own Instagram channel and I actually see more micro influencers on my feed rather than the celebrity influencers that are on my feed because I'm not engaging with their content as much. Um, not, not necessarily saying I don't like their content. It's just more that micro influencers are, they're more engaging with, with their community. So because they are more engaging with their community, uh, the social media platforms pushing their content out more. They're seeing more content from them. They're trying out new things and their followers are now more receptive and more relatable. So that's the other thing is micro influencers are a little bit more obtainable people. They're more relatable. So people who are on these social media platforms are going to engage with them more because they're, they're easier to understand. If you're someone who goes on social media and you're looking to get insight on how to, you know, what, what great product it's to use is to clean your countertop off. You're not going to look at a celebrity's um, profile for that tip. You're not going to go searching for that and you're probably not going to see it. You may see it, but you're not going to go there because you know that that celebrity is not walking around cleaning their house on a daily basis. They have people who do that, but the micro influencer is someone who is doing the same things you're doing. They're still living these life. They're more attainable. They're, they have products that you're going to use. So because they are more obtainable and they are more, they're able to be connected with more, they're having higher engagement. Um, you're, we're seeing a lot of micro influencers who are under 10,000 who have, you know, upwards of 20% engagement. Whereas you get higher and higher, your engagement dips lower. And right now, many brands are saying, if you don't have at least 2%, of your engagement rate, then we don't even want to work with you unless you are one of these very big celebrity influencers, but that's become the standard. And the micro influencer does maintain that engagement, whether it's through comments, likes, views at this point, they are maintaining that engagement. They're engaging with their following. They're sharing authentic experiences that are relatable and brands are recognizing that. So, if you are an influencer who is low in your numbers, I, I want you to listen to this episode and, and know to yourself that 
You have a lot more power than accepting brand campaigns for product only compensation or for lowballing yourself. You need to make sure that, again, I can be saying this over and over again throughout this episode, throughout other episodes, throughout a lot of my, my, my course, I say it, throughout a lot of my blog posts, is that you need to make sure that you are putting a rate that is your value and your worth because micro influencers have a lot of power and brands are specifically looking to work with with micro influencers going back to the higher engagement rate that interaction that you're having with your audience if you are an influencer or the interaction that's happening between the info and the audience is a lot more easier to develop because of the fact that even if you're thinking about it if there is a, a mega influencer who has over 1 million and a lot of their followers start commenting on it, they, this can lead to upwards of a thousand plus comments. Um, they're probably having someone who's hiring to manage their social media. So you're not really connecting with that. And people who are on social media know that. Nor are you always getting answers to those comments. Whereas the micro influencer takes time to connect. If you are a micro-influencer or any type of influencer and you are not engaging with your community, it probably may be the reason why you're losing followers or your engagement is not growing because it's, it's a key element to making sure that you're fostering that community. That's what people on social media are looking for. They want to connect. They want to develop that relationship. So with that and higher engagement, you're, you're getting a lot more interaction. Um, brands are seeing that because of this interaction, this person actually knows who their community is. Brands want to work with influencers who know their community so that they can go in and say, okay, if we, if you, if you promote this product or you promote this brand or you promote this experience, is your community actually going to resonate with it? Are we going to get the ROI? Are they actually going to click on the links? Are they going to go to our website? Are they going to book the experience? They want to make sure that the dollars they're putting in they're getting back. They want to get that return on investment, that ROI. Um, so all of that kind of plays into that aspect of micro influencers offer a higher conversion rate. At the end of the day, because of their high engagement level, because of the connection they have with their, their community, because of the affordability that they have, because they're not charging, you know, upwards of $50,000 per post, they're, the, the brand is able to invest a lot more into multiple micro-influencers, into that one influencer, and get a higher conversion rate. Um, because it's, it's just a known fact that people trust recommendations from influencers who are more like them. So when they're looking for those, the, that feedback, that, that key tip, there are people who are like, you know what, this person's telling me the truth. I trust this person. So that when there's a link that's posted, they're going on, they are clicking on the link, they are moving forward, and the brand is seeing conversion, which is a lot, a lot of what brands are starting to ask for is, what is your conversion rate? What is the ROI we're going to see? Yes, they want that unique content. They want you to be creative. They want the influencers to provide them with um, video pictures that just spark inspiration and push people to go into that. But I want to see that, that conversion, which is super high with micro influencers. Um, speaking from experience with people I mentor, as well as speaking as a micro influencer myself, a lot of the feedback I get is the amount of conversion that's being seen because of the engagement that I have. So I have an engagement rate of, you know, 2.5%. I am one of the um, higher level, and I wouldn't say higher levels. I would say I am in the 100,000 100, um, level. So my my engagement's not in the double digits, but it's around that average rate that we just talked about. 
but I am providing that conversion. I am providing that uniqueness. I'm providing that connection with my audience so that the brand is getting that ROI. You're also seeing that with micro influencers, they have a lot more niche of a market. Um, micro influencers are very diverse. Um, and I think I, we touched upon this at the beginning of the episode is when a brand wants to work to spread news about their brand, about the experience, about the product, they want to make sure they're touching various markets. They want to touch one market. So again, going back to that, in, that celebrity influencer, you're at that point, if you're even just engaging with that one influencer, you're probably just getting one set market that may not allow you to get as much conversion, as much attention to your brand or to the brand's product or the, the brand overall as they want. So with micro influencers, because there's so many of them, that, that niche market that they're in is able to touch upon various demographics. So they a brand may engage with an influencer who is more lifestyle focused, while there's one that's more motherhood focused, or one's more beauty focused versus one who's more travel focused. Um, and they have different demographics of their following, which is something that brands ask for is when if you're an influencer, you often get asked for your media kit. If you don't have a media kit, make sure you have one. They're going to ask for the demographics from your social media. I mean, how many times can I say that I've been asked for a screenshot of my demographics in the top cities, ages, because there's a specific thing they're targeting. Brands are targeting certain aspects. So that's where that power comes from It's because you have... An a micro influencer has that niche market. They have that engagement. They have that conversion. Um, and they're, it's just, it, they're more effective. And right now, if you are a micro influencer and you're listening to this, you have a lot, a lot of power. You have a lot of power to go in and say, I am worthy of being paid more than a product. Because at the end of the day, you have bills you have to pay. If you have a website that you run, hosting costs money. Having a domain costs money. Um, if you're working from social media, your phone, it costs money um, to keep it on. You have a cell phone bill. You have, if you're using the internet, you have internet you have to pay for. And none of those places where you're paying for the hosting, the internet, are going to say, yes, we're going to accept this product in exchange for providing you. So that should be something you're, do you're doing at all as well. You need to put value. And I will even say for those who may be going and saying, you know, for one Instagram post and three stories, I'm only asking for 250. I'm going to tell you right now, you are way lowballing yourself. You're taking time. Time is money. And they're reaching out to you, especially if you're being reached out to, or even if you applied and they're coming back, they want you for a certain reason because of the power that you hold. So attach monetary value to that power. And I know it can be hard, especially if you're starting out as an influencer or if you're just kind of you're, you have already started out, started out, but you're not gaining that income that you want. There are different techniques that you can go on with. Um, and I'm not going to go too far into that now because um, it gets very into the nitty gritty. It's not even something I can explain in within a podcast episode or even within five. Um, but I will, I will go into this. This is a short, very short marketing moment, a little promo moment. If you are a micro influencer or an influencer who's struggling, um, and you're looking to start gaining a full-time income, I will say right now in my business with, um, being an influencer of my size, and even before I reached the hundred thousand mark, I was still making, you know, a, a good chunk of money. You're looking to become full-time you're going to start making a six-figure re revenue. Um, this past year was the first year I actually reached my 200,000 um, revenue mark. And right now, this year, 
Um, even at the beginning of the year, it's, it's super at the beginning of the year. I'm actually set to make, um, 350,000, um, if everything continues and grows with all everything I've been, but I don't want to go too far off of that. Um, I've used my power as a micro influencer, um, to grow my brand. If you're looking to do the same, if you go to my blog, livinglesh.com, um, or if you want to go straight to the page, go to livinglesh.com slash influencer dash biz, B-I-Z. Um, and you'll find the influencer biz course that I teach. Um, it's now able, you're now able to sign up for the course. Um, you can find it, find it in the description of this podcast episode. Um, and it is a self-paced course where I basically take you through everything from building your brand, setting up your social media, growing and fostering a community, growing your growing your following, um, establishing all of your legal, understanding legal, how to pitch for brands, how to secure brand deals, how to secure brand ambassadorships, how to grow affiliate marketing through also growing other um, revenue streams. Basically, I'm taking you through every single step of how to get to the place where you can start generating a full-time income and set that goal of, of generating a six-figure income. So if that's something that you're interested in doing, you want to make the investment in yourself, um, make sure you visit livinglesh.com slash influencer dash biz. That is the, um, the course uh, website where you can find out more information about the course and you can go in and purchase it. I also offer coaching sessions. So if you go to livinglesh.com, you can look for coaching sessions. I do one-on-one coaching sessions. Um, but Again, if you are a micro influencer and you're lowballing yourself or you don't understand your power, you have a lot of power. Um, you're very close with your community. You know your community and brands value that. They want people who are going to have unique and individual experiences that connect them with, with other people, with other with a larger community that basically will put their put their product and their brand in front of other people. Um, I mean, there are a lot of brands out there who are, are focusing on the micro influencer. And as we go forward each and every year, the, the investment they're putting into influencers, every brand putting influencers is growing more and more and more because they're reaching so many markets. So know that brands are allocating budget specific to micro influencers. So it is your time to start taking your power, using it, growing your influencer business and growing as the person and business person that you want to be and how you see yourself as an influencer. Um, so again, if you look in the description, there is the course, the course link, as well as the coaching link for you to sign up if you're interested in enrolling. Um, but know, again, know your power. You are, the micro influencer is big and it's the, the micro influencer is not going away. The more and more social media platforms that open up, the more and more brands are going to go, we need to tap into these people. We need to tap into this source. We need to get this marketing out there because in-store marketing is become less and less of a focus. Online marketing when it comes to social media, which is where everyone is because they're on their phone, is becoming bigger and bigger. And that's what they're looking for when it comes to that micro-influencer.